What a day. We knew that they were going to pull out all the stops when the truth was about to come out. This day, you know, they are freaking out and I wouldn't put it past them to do anything. A false flag, a total made up. It could be something that got hurt or didn't get hurt. or I mean, just anything in the world could happen. We're not going to let it bother us. We are going to get through this. And we will, as I was reading yesterday from Psalm 37, we will look for these people who've done all this evil and we won't be able to find them. Okay, so we're almost there, you guys. So Q has been telling us to be prepared. So you know what? We're not going to let it ruffle our feathers one little bit. So <laughs> this morning, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get everything ready. I'm trying to work on my computer. My mouse won't work. And then it, I'm having, okay, that's, problem. Well, I'm saying, well, look, I need to get a thing out to my mom, a little card out to my mom with a little gift card in it. Try to get that out. And I'm like, is somebody going to steal it? <laughs> and then I go outside and, you know, I'm saying, well, let me just pet the dog. Well, I go to pet the dog and the ants bite me. <laughs> and then I try to go on my BibleGateway.com and it's uh, not BibleGateway, uh, the version Bible app, which I use all the time. Oh my goodness. Would you believe I just looked at the thing and it says 111? Anyway. <laughs> How many times I'm going to see 11-11 and 1-11? That's just crazy. I don't look at my phone that often. So here it was, the, the Bible uh, app called Uversion. It's, I use it all the time. And for some reason, it wouldn't let me scroll down to the verse. It just kept refreshing. I'm like, okay, so if y'all have weird stuff going on, I do too. So whatever. We just roll on past it and keep moving, okay? Keep getting truth out. Keep, you know, you know, giving God praise, right? And in the middle of it. So today I'm doing, I'm going to tackle something that is a little uh, complicated, intentionally complicated, I think. That at least the enemy has used it and made it more complicated. So, um, and it is about, you know, what is um, the Jewish people? What, who are the Jewish people? Well, there's actually four different definitions. And so that's why it's so important that when someone's talking about a Jew that you know who they're talking about okay so and that we like I said yesterday it's so important that we put blame where blame is due and not on the wrong people because that's what they want us to do they want us to blame the wrong person so it's you know how all these things that we're learning that I'm talking about um you know they have tried so hard to keep us from learning God's word they tried to, to make it out like a, you know Christians are crazy and don't don't pay attention to the Bible don't read the Bible there's oh watch this TV show watch that don't spend time in God's word only losers do that uh you know don't spend time in prayer that's just you know ridiculous take it out of schools etc you know what sure is coming handy now sure is coming handy now and so you know they did this intentionally they were did they knew that if we knew the word, that we would be strong and they would not be able to deceive us and take us down. And so that's why it's so important that we uh, call upon the Lord, say, Lord, guide us into all truth, right? All right, so the first group that is Jewish is just the Jewish, Jewish ethnicity, okay? Um, so you've got um, those people who are physical, literal, physical... Um, seed of Abraham. They're his physical children way, way, way back. All the, you know, back to 2000 BC. Okay. Um, I don't know. Some reports say that there aren't very many, you know, of the physical lineage of Abraham. 
and I don't know, and I don't know that it really necessarily so much matters, you know, uh, the physical lineage. But what's more important, because as I said the other day, I read, it says not all that are of the physical lineage of, of Abraham are Abraham's seed. Well, it's like, what does that mean? It's, okay, so that leads us to the second definition of Judaism. Jews is Judaism. Those who follow truly follow like the the orthodox jews the ones with the hats and the hair and all that that they literally follow the old testament at to the best of their ability they don't believe in christ as savior they believe that he was you know that jesus was you know they they it was whole that whole story about him rising from the dead that that was fake but they are they are from their hearts just like you know you and i we're trying our hardest to to honor god okay and so you know whether it's a a Buddhist or a Muslim, you know, if someone's really truly trying with all their hearts, it's it's a true a true Muslim or a true Buddhist or a true Jew. Okay, so there's the Jewish religion or the or Judaism. Okay, that's the second one, and then there's the third one, and that's where I was trying to read from Galatians three twenty nine, but I'm I'm on BibleHub.com now, um, <clears throat> and this is where he says. Uh, there's no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female, for you're all one in Christ. Okay, so in the Old Testament, the Lord had set up a wall saying, look, you guys just stick together and stay in your little huddle, your little Jewish huddle, because people outside there are doing so many evil things, right? And I didn't even know back in the day really what all that evil was, but now we do, right? So now you've got, um, you've got him saying, look, the, this is a wall. You keep a wall out. You keep, you know, everybody out who's doing all that evil stuff so you guys can grow and be a nation and get strong so you can fight against people. Um, so now the wall has been broken down in Christ. That anyone who receives Christ, anyone who is following after following him, there's, there's no longer, it doesn't matter what your ethnicity is or what, you know, all the things you've learned before. It's, it's that you're following him. Okay. So there's no longer male or female. It's not about any of those delineations. Okay. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. Now that you've belonged to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. Okay. You are his heirs and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. Okay. So, you know, the little kid's song, I don't know if you've ever sung it, you know, Father Abraham had many sons, many sons had Father Abraham, I am one of them, and so are you, so let's all praise the Lord. Anyway, it's really fun. <laughs> well, you can look it up and see. The kids do a little a funny action, but we're all children of Abraham by faith in Christ. Okay, so because the Bible says that we have the same faith as Abraham, that we are believed that we're justified or made righteous in God's sight by faith in Christ, by faith in faith in a Savior. Well, Abraham didn't know of the Savior. He trusted in a Savior to come, and by doing the sacrifices, he was looking forward to that someday there would be a Savior who would set everything right. He didn't understand exactly how it would happen, but it was that you know Jesus obviously came and was that sacrificial lamb who died on the cross for us, who rose from the dead. So that same faith that he had that it's not his own things that would make his own actions and works that would make him righteous in god's sight because we clearly know that that will not work we can't nothing can wash away sin that we do right the only the blood of christ will wash away sin so 
that is what I would call the, the having the Jewish faith of Abraham, and I would I would consider myself one in that in that category. That I have the same faith as Abraham, and the Bible says that I'm a true Israelite. I'm a I'm a true. What it say? I'm a true Jew. I'm a uh, you're true children of Abraham. You're his heirs, and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. So again, think about you know, that. You can be a, a you know you're a Jew too, right? Is is you're a true Jew? Okay, biblically speaking, in the um, New Testament. So we got the ethnicity, the physical lineage. We've got the Jewish religion. Who those people who truly keep the Jewish laws and and all the you know Torah and all that. Then you've got the Jewish faith of Abraham. I'm going to read one more one more verse. Um, so we're in you know those of us who have faith in Christ are in that category. Now let's go to Ephesians chapter two. I'm not used to have, using this one. This one's a little different from the Bible gave uh, from the other one I use uh U version Bible app two fourteen. So for Christ himself has brought peace to us he united Jews and Gentiles into one people when in his own body on the cross he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. Okay? So he has, uni has united us so it's into one family. Okay? Uh, and we're all united in Christ. Okay? So he broke down that wall of hostility that separated us. Um, so, and he says that he did that by ending all that, the laws and the commandments and the regulations, making peace between Jews and Gentiles by, cre by creating in himself one new people from the two groups. Together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by the means of his death on the cross, and our hostility toward him was put to death. Okay, so let's back up 2,000 years before, uh, you know, they, there was the Jews, and then it says that there's no longer Jew or Greek. What does that mean? Jew, it really means Jew or Gentile. Um, anyone who's a non-Jew is considered a Gentile. So there was a wall between, so now there's no longer that de delineation de or division, okay? And it's because the ones who were, who were the Gentiles were, you know, these, these temples that they had in, in Greece... They were used for very evil things, right? All over the world. Okay, all these religions were used for evil, you know, the, the Baal worship and all of that, okay? So now that wall has been broken down because all of, everybody is starting to, you know, more and more the, the kingdom of Christ is being spread throughout the whole world. Now, so that's the three, and then you have the one more, and that is the fake ones. The fake ones. So look at this in Revelation 3, 9, and I read this yesterday, but for those who didn't get to see that video, I'll read it one more time. And that is so important, so important that we know this because there's people who claim to be Jews and they are not. They are not the physical lineage. They are not the the, the Judaism where they trust in God and, and are, are, are obeying the Torah and all that. And they're not, certainly not the ones who are followers of Christ. So this is in, in uh, Revelation 3, 9. So they want to make it confusing, okay, on purpose. Look, I will force those who belong to Satan's synagogue. These are Satan worshipers, okay? Those liars who say they are Jews, but they are not. They will come down and bow down at your feet. They will acknowledge that you are the ones I love, okay? So that is very important, and that is who always should get the blame, and, and we've got to learn how to do that, okay? So now the... With having said that, um, I want to also read to you um, uh, about the, the branches, okay? You know, the Lord Jesus said, I'm the vine, and you are the branches. Uh, 
in, you know, in me, you will, you'll make a lot of fruit, <laughs> much fruit, but without me, you can do nothing. Okay, so think of it, you know, in your yard, you've got all these vines, and if you snip that off, it's just going to wither and die. And that's the same way with you and me. As long as I'm attached to the vine, to Christ, then I flourish. If I am separated from him, I wither and die. Okay, so, um, you know, not physically necessarily, but um, it's, it's so important to be attached to him, to have his life flowing through us, to have his words in us, to have his, uh, him, his spirit in us to guide us and to, and to, and to keep connected to him. All right. So, um, now I'm going to take you to Romans 11. Okay. And this is, this is an amazing picture. The Lord just uses so many pictures to help us to understand how this, how this all works. Cause I think a picture just, it sticks in our minds longer, uh, better. All right. So let's see if I can figure out how to I'm saying this, and this is going to start in verse 13. I'm saying all of this, especially for you Gentiles. God has appointed me as a, an apostle to the Gentiles, okay? This was Paul talking here. He was, um, he was Jewish, but he, the Lord used him to reach the Gentiles, okay? Um, but they, that was his appointment. And you have an assignment too. And the, you know, the Lord gives us each one of us assignments. I stress this for I want somehow to make the people of Israel jealous for what you Gentiles have. So that I might have some, uh, save some of them. So I want them to enjoy this peace. This, this continual trying to satisfy a rule or regulation so you can be ple pleasing in God's sight. It's exhausting. It's so much better when you have that, you know, his, he is your father, that his spirit is in you, that he will give you the power to do what he's called you to do, right? Um, for since their rejection meant that God offered salvation to the rest of the world, isn't that right? They've rejected they rejected, no doubt, they rejected, and it meant that the gospel went to all the whole world, right? Uh, their acceptance will be even more wonderful. Hmm, and I'm thinking this is about to break forth. I think it is. It will be life for those who were dead. I believe, okay, listen to this. And since Abraham and the other patriarchs were holy, their descendants will also be holy. Just as the entire batch of dough is holy because of the portion given as an offering is holy. That's, a, that's talking about some of the Jewish uh, uh, offerings. I'm not going to go into that now. But anyway, for if the root of the tree are holy, the roots are holy, the branches will be too, right? We know that in our yards. In the same way, the root is Israel and then the branches come coming off of that, okay? But some of those branches from Abraham's tree, some of the people of Israel have been broken off. And you Gentiles, anyone of you who are not a Jew, who are branches from a wild olive tree, have been grafted in. So this root, this, the Old Testament, and, the, and now being uh, explained in Christ in the New Testament, you know, we have been grafted into this amazing family and, uh, and, and with all the blessings of God's word, right? So we're, we're the wild bunch, right? So we've been grafted in. So now you also receive that blessing God promised to Abraham and his children, sharing in the rich nourishment from the root of God's special olive tree. Isn't that amazing? We get to partake in this blessing. The Lord promised Abraham and his children. He says, you'll have more children than the, sand, than the stars in the sky and on the sand on the seashore. So that's including me and you. Okay? So he, it's, it's not just about his physical progeny. Okay? But you must not brag about being grafted in to replace the branches that were broken off. You're just a branch, not the root. Don't you know, keep humble, right? Well, uh, the branches were broken off to make room for me. Yes, I know. But remember, those branches were broken off because they didn't put their faith in Christ. 
and you are there because you do put your faith in Christ. So don't think highly of yourself, but fear uh, what could happen. For if God didn't spare the original, he won't spare you either. Okay, so I wanted you to hear that because this is, um, oh, let me, let me finish. This, this is cool. Notice how God is both kind and severe. We've got to, we can't just have it one way. And I think that's what, where the U.S. Christianity is not, not balanced. Okay, God is kind, but he's also severe. He is severe toward those who disobeyed, but kind to you if you continue to trust in his kindness. But if you stop trusting, you'll be cut off too. And if the people of Israel turn from their unbelief, they will be grafted in again. For God has the power to graft them back into the tree. Of course, right? You by nature were a branch cut from a wild olive tree. So if God was willing to do something contrary to nature by grafting you into the cultivated tree, he will be far more eager to graft the original branches into the tree where they belong. So I think this is happening. I think this is happening, y'all, um, in, in our day. It's, there's a promise. I'm going I'm to um, read that to you. Um, wow, the, it, it does say this, and I think Paul realized it was going to probably be a while before this would happen. I don't know if he thought it was going to be 2,000 years, but anyway, he says, The one who rescues will come from Jerusalem. He will turn Israel away from ungodliness, those who, are, who had rejected Christ. He will turn them away from this life of, of rejecting him. And this is my covenant with them, that I will take away their sins. Many of the people of Israel are now enemies of the good news, and this actually has turned out for your benefit. Yet they are still the people who love he loves because he chose their ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. For God's gifts and his call can never be withdrawn. Once you Gentiles were rebels against God, but when the people of Israel rebelled against him, God was merciful to you instead. Now they are rebels, and God's mercy has come to you so that they too will share in God's mercy. Hmm. So this is all in uh, Romans chapter 11. So you might think, well, what, you know, you might have read before, well, what difference does that make? It's a, it's a huge thing that's happening, actually being fulfilled now. And we're going to see this fulfillment in um, that we're going to become one people under Christ. And I'm talking about Muslims and Buddhists and those Judaism, the people who follow Judaism and Christians and everybody is, uh, you know... <laughs> Basically, once we get these Satan worshipers out of here, which is obviously coming close because we know with the actions that they did today, it's, it's, uh, their judgment is, is falling, and they are just doing everything they can to stop it, and uh, it's not going to work, right? So, but there's going to be one group. Now, you've got to hear this, too, because this is a bit, you know, the beautiful passage in the Old Testament talking about this. This is Ezekiel 37. Now, Ezekiel 37 is, you know, obviously one of my favorites because it's um, going into the, the bones, right? You've seen my video about the Great Awakening and how the, the dry bones come to life, right? So at the very beginning of, of Ezekiel chapter 37, it's talking about that. And I would love to read all of that, but I'm not going to right now. I love that whole thing. It's just, it just fires me up. But I'm going to share with you um, what he told him after that. Okay, after the vision, he says, Now, son of man, take a, take a piece of wood and carve on it these words. This represents Judah and its allied tribes. And then take another piece and carve the words on it. This represents Ephraim and the northern, northern tribes of Israel. Now, hold them together in your hand as if they were one piece of wood. 
when people ask you what your actions mean, say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I will take Ephraim and the northern tribes and join them to Judah, and I will make them one piece of wood in my hand. I don't think it's talking about Ephraim and Judah. I think it's talking about the, the, all, the, Gentile, the Jews and the Gentiles. The, those who are the original family of God and those who've been grafted in, they're going to be one stick. Just like he's talking about this, the grafting in of the branches, it's no, lo it's no longer, it's one tree. That's what it's talking about. You know, when we go and we, 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 we say, oh, that's definitely, you know, that is specifically to that people group, we're missing the point. We're missing his point. His point is, and look at what it continues to say. Then hold the pieces of wood you've inscribed so that people can see them and God and give them this message. I will gather the people of Israel from among the nations. I will bring them to their own land from the places where they have been scattered. I will unify them into one nation on the mountains of Israel. And again, it's not about a physical location. I don't expect to be moving to Israel, right? I don't expect to be moving. We can't all move there. <laughs> There's not enough room. But it's about us being unified. Wherever we are physically, that we are we are one, okay? And they will never again pollute themselves with idols and vile images and rebellion, for I will save them from their sinful backsliding. I will I will cleanse them. They will be truly my people, and I will be their God. My servant David will be their king. Is you know, David, it's his son, okay? It is Jesus is the Messiah, will be their king. And they will have only one shepherd. They will obey my regulations and be careful to keep my decrees. I hope that's you. That you are careful. Like, oh Lord, I don't want any darkness in me, right? They will live in the land I, give, I gave my servant Jacob and the land where their ancestors lived. So yes, this is being fulfilled in one sense in Israel. Um, and I wanted to talk about a little bit about that. That um, Israel is now a sovereign nation. They have been under the control of the UN new world order and they've been used for their own evil purposes and they have their puppets in different leadership positions there and now they have been set free it's very important that we understand you know the the game that little game that they've been playing on on every nation but especially utilizing israel because of all this potential confusion right they love stuff that's confusing so now you've got where I really do believe this is what's going to happen, guys. I do believe that, it, and we know that in the past, the Israelites and the or Jewish people and the Muslims and the Christians all live side by side and get along. As long as we can get these bad guys out of here, right? The ones who instigate this. They steal, and then they uh, they take they take things from the Palestinians, and then they say, oh, look what the, the Jewish people did, and then they say, oh, we need to, to bomb these people, and they get everybody fomented and with all this disinformation, right? Because we've been, we've been a victim of it, too, that all this disinformation, and then then there's like, now it's, uh, they put it all in the news, and everybody's like, oh, you know, I don't even know how much of that is true. I just really don't know what, how much of any of this is true, and I'm ready. The amazing thing in Revelation 20, it says that there will be no more deception. Woo! How great will that be? Because you won't have the liars anymore. Okay? I, that's hard. I know. That's hard to believe. You can probably believe everything else I said. But that, you're like, that's impossible. Well, you know what? The Lord is able. He's, he said it. I can't imagine either. But it's he said it. 
And I will make a covenant of peace with them, an everlasting covenant. I will give them their land, increase their numbers. I will put my temple among them forever. I will make my home among them. I will be their God and they will be my people. And when my temple is among them forever, the nations will know. There's an, at this point, there's nations, okay? Still nations. Separate nations. Will know that I am the Lord who makes Israel holy. Is he talking about just this ethnicity, this Jewish ethnicity? No, he's talking about all of us. They're all, they're, we're all one, one stick, right? We're all one nation, one, not one nation, but one, you know, one people group. Uh, what did it say? You know, one group, <laughs> one family. How about that? One family. So, you know, it's important that we understand these words and that, and that we don't, um, so we, otherwise, it, when someone speaks about something, then it really can cause a lot of confusion. All right, so I think that is it. I wanted to share that with you and just let's pray. Thank you, Lord, that you are clearing all this up in, in your day. This is your day. And we're, we just pray for anyone who could have potentially been hurt in all of this. And Lord, if it's all a bunch of lies, I pray that that'll become out to whatever is the truth. We just want to know the truth. And we want those who are perpetrating evil to be stopped. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you would uh, have all this truth come out and that those who've done these crimes will be prosecuted and removed, that we, will be, we won't be able to find them. We'll look for them and we'll not be able to find them because they'll be away from us. And we're so ready to have the thousand years of peace. We thank you that you are going to do this where we're all one family and it's going to be such a beautiful thing we can't even wait for it and we 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 probably would have taken it for granted if we hadn't been through all of this we're really going to be so uh happy and remembering how rough this has been i pray for everyone who's in the uh who's listening and all those who are um fighting so hard in this fight we pray your strength in them we pray your godspeed we pray your protection we pray your um that you will work in and through them in every thought in every nickel in everything that they do so that they are your uh your uh soldiers everywhere we go we we Thank you that we get to do this. Thank you for this amazing privilege. And we love you and can't wait to see your kingdom come in fruition, in total fulfillment. We pray this in your great name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, I'll talk to you later.